Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk About Sex, Jamie. I am Jamie, and on today's episode, I'm chatting to Kat from We Are On Girl about being sex positive in a not very sex positive world. I hope you enjoy it. I had so much fun talking to Kat. I always enjoy the stuff she puts out on social media about sex positivity and all that stuff. You should definitely check out her account. And I also talked to Drew about probably the weirdest sex toy I've had to review so far on the podcast, the Arc Wave. Uh, Yeah, interesting thoughts and feelings on that um just yeah just go listen to it just go listen to it see what uh see what you think um so yeah if you enjoyed the episode please let us know on twitter instagram on youtube all that stuff because as we know if i don't get loads of likes on my social posts it means i'm absolutely worthless uh hope you enjoyed the episode hope you have a good week and see you next time love you bye this next chat is available over on our YouTube channel. Real, like, moving pictures with faces and mouths and stuff. Uh, so feel free to go over there and check it out. Or just stay here and keep listening. Do whatever you want. Hey, Kat. Hey, Jamie. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happier now I'm here. How about you? Good. I'm ecstatic that you're here. We've been trying to make this happen for a long time. Um, <laughs> I know. We, we should probably talk about, uh, well, where you're from, why we're talking. Uh, we are mm. big fans of the stuff that you create on the oh, podcast. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, tell us about that. Uh, yeah, so I run like two pages, um, all under the Ungirl umbrella. One is called We Are Ungirls and the other one is Ungirl Uncensored. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Ungirl Uncensored, which is where we kind of connected, is, is more in line. With, I'm, my root is trying to educate men, mm-hmm. generally cis men, um, uh, particularly about like female pleasure and about like also overcoming gender norms and Mm. just talking about sex in general like in a healthy mindset you know so that's where I'm coming from Uh, but I'm from Scotland if you mean literally Scotland (laughs) Scotland. yeah yeah Yeah. but you're living in Berlin right now right I I do yeah which is is a fantastic place the sex capital of the world right (laughs) it's just it's very very sexually open and Mm. I think that's inspired a lot of of my content I sometimes forget the bubble of people I'm around like they're Mm. very sexually free and Mm. that's amazing I get to pass that on to other people you know so it's uh, opening my mind as well for sure that's cool yeah Yeah. it's interesting that you've made the distinction there that you are making content faced at cis men um, because we spoke about this just briefly before we hit record about this and like how I kind of, I came into this space with the podcast, just being like, mm. well, I'm a vanilla cis guy not very aware of anything, but like hearing stories about like the kink world. And my, my whole thing was that I wanted to, yeah, hear other people's stories who I considered yeah. more interesting, uh, and their kind of <laughs> wild sexual adventures. And then what, after doing it, so I've been, rec- I've been car- like collecting these stories for four years now, coming on to five, releasing them for two. Um, and I've kind of realized that like, there's a lot to be learned from my perspective. Anyway, I came to this super naively and I've learned so much and I'm so much more like awake, you know, in terms of, uh, mm. just the sexual spectrum, the gender spectrum, everything that like, yeah, there isn't really many people targeting this kind of conversation towards cis men. Absolutely. And I think it's funny because we, we assume as a society, at least from my perspective as a woman, um, that men are very like, 
well, they are given a lot of liberties when it comes to sex, like in comparison to women, of course. Like mm. we we say, oh, guys have lots, lots of sex. Guys talk about sex. Guys are obsessed with sex. But the reality I found is like, yeah, maybe guys are thinking about sex a lot, but they're not really having discussions about sex mm. in, in a in a deeper way. Um, and yeah. I think that was what kind of inspired me. I was like, actually, that's the one thing women can do is we can talk. And we're quite good at talking <laughs> deeply about things. Um, so maybe there's like, a, we can meet somewhere in the middle uh, and in a way help each other out a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I'm also a cis woman, so I completely, I'm also learning from other people's yeah. more varied experiences and perspectives. So mm. I completely feel you on that, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I, I think um, you bring up a really good point there with about, you know, men, men don't talk about, we talk about sex, but men don't talk about the details in sex. Mm. I've, I've had like of all the friendships in my life, it's been 90% female. I, I get on with uh, women generally better than I do with guys. Um, I'm trying to work on that though. I'm trying to fix that. I have mm-hmm. made some real progress with that in the last couple of years. But um, yeah, so I, I got very good at talking about sex in detail um, and share. It's like when you say, oh, I had sex last night. In my experience, my women friends would ask me for details what happened what did yeah yeah how'd you feel what did you do was it fun did, yeah. you know, all this stuff whereas with guys the conversation ends there like i got laid last night Way, what's <laughs> that might be Way it you know it's everything yeah 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 everything just said in a one word way and then that's it um so yeah there was no detail so i've tried to mm. kind of pull that out of my guy friends the last couple of years and it's really hard like they don't want to talk about this stuff generally mm-hmm. actually that's not true i do think they do want to but they're not used to so mm. when when I, I find that a lot of people open up to me now, I guess because of the podcast and like I guess you know I'm the person that wants to talk about sex, so it's easier for people to open up to me. It turns out that guys have a lot to say about sex and a lot of insecurities yeah. as well that aren't so covered many. in that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, I, I actually think maybe the, the bigger the weight, the more insecurities are behind <laughs> that. Actually, yeah. like I, it's so true. Like I, I think like I find this as a person uh, when you do open up about things that people find hard and it's like anything but of course sex is like one of the hardest things people mm-hmm. find to talk about mm-hmm. and you kind of create a platform like a literal platform as in like social media or just in your friend group to to encourage that discussion so sometimes you just need that brave person to start the discussion and mm. I think we're in a nice place that we can kind of help people a little bit I, I just find sex so interesting to talk about I don't know like yeah, me I'm, too. I'm actually really vanilla so it's kind of yeah. funny I'm, I'm also not like super kinky either but yeah um it's just an interesting topic so yeah, yeah. yeah. well I think we definitely yeah we definitely have that in common I'm surrounded by like yeah kink and BDSM stuff yeah and, you know talking to sex workers all the time uh like reviewing sex toys getting sex toys sent to me and stuff so all my yeah, friends think fun. yeah they all think oh, I'm yeah. this like pink like you know totally. I'm like you know surrounded by this stuff and I'm really into it I'm totally not I'm still pretty vanilla like I started yeah. the podcast as vanilla four or five years ago and now I'm like a step above vanilla I think I'm like yeah. Madagascar vanilla like, just that, that, that's fair enough you've got some like black like like seeds in your vanilla ice <laughs> yeah. cream yeah, yeah you're like high quality like vanilla yeah, yeah, yeah. like good enough. vanilla yeah. like good shit but still yeah vanilla. you're not like walls ice cream like okay <laughs> yeah. I mean I love the, the yeah I, I completely uh, resonate with you on that I think I'm really the amount of things that are under the kink umbrella as well that mm. like I, I didn't think I was kinky but the more I hear from people out you know living in much more extreme kind of like shame or purity culture yeah. I'm like okay in that regard I probably am kinky actually mm. but um yeah we all have different like lines and kind of um kind of 
what's the word I'm thinking it's all about perspective and where you're starting from like things can seem so extreme and things can seem like totally normal so yeah yeah. like I said I'm living in an extreme like sex environment so Mm -hmm. for me like I am the fact that I'm monogamous is also one of I'm one of the few monogamous people in my friend groups yeah. <laughs> because like, yeah, it's I like the opposite world. Right. So yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Well, that's, that's an interesting thing as well. Like, so do you find that people are probably shocked at that? Shocked that you're a it's, vanilla monogamous it's, person? Yeah, it's to- I mean, I have definitely had like all through uni, all through school, even I was always the person that people, you know, we play these silly games, like who's most likely to end up in jail. I was always <laughs> most likely to be like, you know, a porn star or like right, yeah. actually even actually even in school I'm oh god I remember a guy I, I fancied and uh, he he I guess he insulted me or something and, and I as a as a rebuttal to that I said well one day you'll probably be watching me in porn and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck am I saying like, oh my god <laughs> this is an odd thing I mean I absolutely love like I absolutely love my sex worker friends and our sex workers have so yeah, much respect sure, for yeah. them but yeah. um it's kind of funny I was always thought to be it pure like very sexual yeah um, well I guess when we were in school when we were in school like being a porn star meant like you know being naked and out there on the internet I guess what you and I are doing isn't too far yeah we're like a couple (laughs) steps below I think we're pretty close I would maybe you know like I don't know but uh yeah (laughs) I, I um and then I remember meeting one of my friends and he was like oh wow like so you're actually monogamous like and I was like (laughs) that's when I know I am in a different world right now when this is and it wasn't a judgmental way but it was like wow how does that work like how do you yeah so you just just you two like yeah Yeah, I love how that conversation's flipped. Yeah, now. Like, I know, I yeah, know. I remember having to explain my open relationships to people, to monogamous people, and then just being like, "Yeah, but you're secretly like unhappy, aren't you?" Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, I get that, and I'm like, I, I know that's maybe for you, but I also think it's not for everybody. But anyway, yeah, yeah. like, all we all have all the colors of yeah. the rainbow, right? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the thing, and I think that's that's the key here as well is that talking about this stuff doesn't mean we're necessarily into it. I had a friend who um, he heard about his friend going to a like a fetish club uh, mm-hmm. with the full like, you know, you have to wear a load of fetish wear and, you know, do a load of stuff there. It's like a rave thing. And he was telling me about it and was kind of waiting for my reaction. And then I, when I was like, <laughs> yeah, cool. He was like, oh, so you're, you're not into those things. You don't go to those things. It's like, no, God, no, I can't think of anything worse because I'm really like body conscious. I don't want to go to those parties. But I know all about them. I know the people who have um, them. I've had them on the podcast. Um, and he was he just couldn't get his head around it. So yeah, I think maybe we just need to normalize. Like you can talk about these things. You can have these conversations and not be yeah. into it. That's okay. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So. It's a fun thing about our lives, right? Yeah. We can just enjoy them from the outside. Like, yeah, I'm happy for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. not doing that, but I, that looks good yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that when, yeah, when you talk about like guys talking about this stuff, I do feel very lucky to feel really comfortable with this i think mm. we're talking about this stuff I, I really struggle with small talk like talking about the weather or oh COVID my god absolutely work i can't stand it i i don't go out because of that reason i don't want to go to like sit at like a table of people that talk about that oh stuff god. but as soon as the it's conversation so turns to sex yeah, it's very british yeah as soon as the conversation turns to sex i'm on mm-hmm, i'm cool i've got mm-hmm. loads to talk about i can i yeah. can talk about that stuff all day um, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's our superpower. Cap, no, I just... absolutely. It's it's so true. And and people like like anything that's just like taboo, especially, is so interesting to me. Like, why is that taboo? Like, yeah. let's get let's get into that. Like, mm. that's so. Or, 
they're just like weird things I find on the internet. Like they're just such, they're more interesting. I'm sorry. They're more interesting than your new baby pictures or your like cat or whatever. I love cats and, <laughs> yeah. and all that, but like, yeah, let's get, let's just cut the, you know, the BS yeah, and get, let's get to deep. some interesting points. Tell me your yeah, fantasies. Totally. Your dreams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I actually ran into this very recently. So I was recently on a program, a channel four program uh, called my first threesome. Ooh. And it followed a few couples <laughs> going like experiencing their first threesome. Actually one couple that did it. I shouldn't spoil it actually. Go watch the show. Okay. Okay. But, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was basically my threesomes. And I was like, okay, the day after I'm going to go through uh, Twitter and see what people have been saying about the show, see how it was received. And I mean, I, I think I, I can safely say, I think between you and I, right. Threesomes, are, they're pretty at the vanilla level, right? Threesomes like a pretty standard thing to be into. Don't get me wrong. Threesomes yeah. my ultimate fantasy. Like it's my thing. Like, so I'm not, I'm not shaming it at all. Yeah, it's yeah. my, my thing is threesomes, but um, it's pretty like standard, right. In terms of the world of kink and fantasy and all that stuff. The, the people on Twitter were like completely slating the show <laughs> and the people on oh it God. for being like depraved, like disgusting. Uh, wow. kink. It was on it. Bear in mind, it was on at like 10 PM at night as well. So pretty past the water. Yeah, and they were like, yeah. I can't believe this is on TV. I don't want to see these perverts. Like all the Twitter was like this. Like, whoa, it just shows you oh, how, like, maybe we forget this in our little echo chambers, cat. Where we're surrounded absolutely. by sex positive people. We forget that people like look down on threesomes. Totally. I, I've been talking about pegging recently. Like, what do you think about that? You know? Yeah. I know. I know. Like, even like when it comes to masturbation, I remember reading about some, like, a teacher in the US who was not even teaching masturbation, but in just a sex ed class was like, mm. just like talking a little bit about masturbation and people were like saying her death threats they were like oh Oh you're like you're like you know an abuser and everything and I was like dear lord like Mm. I mean masturbation for me is such a like a non-thing like it's it's just it's just like a piece of self-care you know like Mm -hmm. oh I'm having a bath oh I'm Mm. gonna masturbate like but people go crazy for it when you and I feel like even people judge it more than sex sometimes like they feel like there's more yeah. shames around right. it than yeah. just actual sex which mm-hmm. is although for me that they're both sex but you know what i mean like couples sex and yeah people just have crazy standards like at the end of the day just get your own life and like maybe stop <laughs> being so concerned with what other people i mean if only if it was that hands easy, and right? bodies yeah i know yeah, exactly. ideally yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, that's super interesting because yeah like like i say i think we forget what most people are thinking about sex when it comes to sex and max masturbation and everything like that. And you just kind of like, it's easy to forget when you're in this sex positive space. Like obviously you, you mentioned before how um, thankful you are for anyone that looks at your content and appreciates it. Same for me, anyone that listens to it. Um, super, super thankful for any, any attention that I get. It's sex positive people listening to sex positive people, which is obviously amazing. Yeah, of course. Have, but like, yeah, like that's why I'm interested in you targeting cis men because I think I'm trying to do something similar with yeah, I'm trying definitely. to find more guys to come on the podcast because it's really hard to find men to talk yes. about sex. And then when they do, I want to talk about men's issues because I think we can all probably unite over the fact that men are the issue a lot of the time, <laughs> especially when well, like, yeah, society's like you know creation of of, of man, absolutely. Mm. Like mm. not the individual guy, but like well, the individual guy has part to play in it, of course, but yeah. Like, what is masculinity? I think that's the problem. Like, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah. I mean, we could go off on a massive tangent on that one. Yeah, I think there's this, there's this horrible archetype for masculinity that people are yeah. following and have been following for two years, and it's gotten a lot of us into trouble. Um, I think my trouble manifested itself in a 
more self-destructive way with sex addiction mm. i have a history of sex addiction oh, really? um mm-hmm. because i put loads of value on like pursuing sex with women and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah everyone everyone's like you know messed up upbringing <laughs> manifesting them differently right totally, and yeah. i just think that yeah the the we're not going to heal much we're not going to help this issue by like you know shouting you know all men suck i understand yeah. that all men do yeah. suck but we need to like start figuring out okay well how do we fix it then okay what's the next step yeah. absolutely i yeah. know exactly. yeah i feel you as well like and for me it's like a part of my feminism is like to mm. talk to talk to men and to mm. to be i know like it's not for everybody like i have luckily very good experiences with men in my life mm-hmm. like i have two older brothers mm-hmm. two cis men and my dad all genuinely amazing guys yeah. like so and then I've, I've had good boyfriends i've had good guys in my life good male friends so mm-hmm. i i'm lucky that i have good experiences but i also know people that have horrendous experiences with men mm-hmm. and you know fair enough they just fear and hate men and that's okay but for me i'm in a position where i have good experiences so i'm I'm able to 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 do this job and mm. to help maybe educate some of those guys because I I'm not like in a position where I have a lot of like you know I, I don't I don't have the same experiences as other people so I don't think it's the job of women to educate men but mm. it, it, it's my particular job as as because I chose it you know what I mean so yeah um, yeah and I, I think I do I do feel like as a I can I can make some some at least on a, an individual level make some change you know mm. so and I I like that job I like talking to guys because I think it's they have a lot to learn most of most mm. people you know I, even on simple things and I, yeah. it's not an insult it's just like we for example like the fact that we sometimes split up like men and women into different classes for sex ed you know like yeah okay like so what we don't need to understand each other then we don't need to know each other's bodies we don't need to know what's going on like periods are a complete mystery to some people like yeah, what exactly, is this yeah. like yeah. this is just basic stuff you know yeah exactly I had to learn about periods through my friends like I had no mm. education but I know all about like you know erections and how yeah, absolutely works, yeah but I don't know about periods and I know yeah, a lot of guys that's... that are still freaked like late 20s that are still freaked out by periods and you know don't Literally. really understand them Yes, so. even some women are freaked out by it in their 20s. Mm. There's just a lack of education in general. So yeah. the more shame-free kind of like positive education we can get out there to anybody, all genders, all bodies is so important. So, but yeah, I think we should get into the men, like the kind of issues with, with toxic masculinity. Like, so I think, especially about sex. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's something that I think even just like as something as shallow as, you know promoting a sex toy to a guy and being like you know this doesn't have to go up your ass don't worry because i know a lot of guys a lot of guys have <laughs> yeah, a problem with scared. that as you've, yeah. you've spoken about before a lot yeah. of guys straight guys have a problem with like ass play it could be a sex toy that like you just it's like a sock you know you just wank into it <laughs> yeah, and just just yeah. even just that little small change is like enough for them to think you know they're exploring their bodies more you know and i had to learn yeah. all this i'm saying this for yeah. experience i had to do this great, yeah. and in and like you know it makes you explore your body it makes you think about sex slightly differently which makes you have conversations about sex slightly differently yeah. which may impact women if you're a straight guy um and uh yeah so it's just it all kind of feeds into each other i think yeah so basically what i'm saying is you and i are slowly changing the world one i (laughs) I know it's great i just love that i just get to wang for a job like that's amazing like yeah it's like my dreams of a teenager has come true like yeah Yeah. you're the porn Um, star your teenage self always wanted to be i'm so happy about that um no but yeah it comes from within that change doesn't it like it literally comes from within and it comes yeah. figuratively from within oh my yeah. god i'm coming yeah. up with puns now. it this comes so from bad. within all dear over god your face. i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> 
Hello everyone, it's me, Jamie, and I've got an important announcement to make, alright? This podcast is now sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, anyone who's been listening to the podcast for the last however long it's been knows that I've been shouting about this company for years, since day one. One of our first episodes was a counselling session with me and my counsellor from BetterHelp, um, and I've been on it for years now probably like coming up to like four years i think maybe five years i've been on it um getting counseling um on a weekly basis and i love it um and yeah it's really it's really nice it's a bit like tinder for therapists you, you put in like your problems <laughs> the things that you want to talk to someone about and then it comes up with all these different counselors who um specialize in that area and you can kind of read a little bio and like read their reviews and stuff and pick which ones for you that's really cool i've gone through like probably probably about 14 counselors in my time on better help for me living in London especially um, I think it's the same for like most major cities out there therapy in person therapy is really expensive Um, this gives you that but you know at the kind of whenever you want to do it it's all online and you can do like you know video voice or text chat um and it's way cheaper than seeing someone in person so um yeah it's actual proper like therapy uh online securely online um yeah I send messages at all at all points in, in the day and night um it's pretty good for that you can also um, mark them as urgent, which is quite nice. I think a lot of people, when they think about online counselling, they kind of think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, it's like a bit distanced, like you're not completely like fully in touch with your counsellor. But um, I think, you know, with it being online, you're more in touch with them and you can mark messages as urgent if you want like a, a quicker response. So they are sponsoring this podcast now, which is cool, which means we have a discount link. Um, you get 10% off if you go to betterhelp.com forward slash let's talk about sex Jamie there's a link in the bio and yeah love you bye hey Drew hey Jamie how you doing you right? yeah I'm good how are you it's not bad man not bad pretty good Um, I want to talk to you about this new this new toy that I know you've tried (sighs) and that I've tried I'm excited to talk to you about it because yeah. I, yeah, I've never spoken to anyone that's also used it. So. Oh, okay, right, yeah. So yeah. so our mutual friend, Reed Amber, showed up at my house and was like, I've got you a present and gave me an Arcwave. Uh, mm. Now, for anyone that might not know what an Arcwave is, do you want to give a, a brief description? Yeah, so it's this vibrating sleeve that you stick your penis in and it Mm. basically massages your frenulum, which is the kind of like fleshy skin area that's like just below your urethra. Um, but yeah, the it's just basically... skin area. You make it sound so sexy. The fleshy <laughs> skin area. <laughs> yeah, like that that part. Um, yeah, and it just like pulsates and massages until you come. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's a good so, description. That was good, man. That was good. I like that. <laughs> so I, I don't know about you, but I've been really, really jealous of vulva owners and their sex toys for the last like 10 years, right? Oh my God, yes. I feel like there's been a bunch of innovations. Like when, when I was a teenager, it was like the rabbit, then it was the bullet, then it was like suction toys, and then mm. now was suction toys, all with different shapes and sizes. They look like they've got loads of stuff, but penis owners, it's, it's like for choice. you've got like a fleshlight, or oh, that's kind of it, you know, or it's butt stuff. Um, yes. But it's starting to change, right? We're slowly starting to change, starting to see more toys for us come out. Yeah, which is amazing, I think. And it's really good, like your podcast talking about sex toys, because I feel like the conversation surrounding sex toys for penis owners needs to be normalized. And mm. The, yeah, I mean, the dis- like the, the difference between 
how many like Volvo owners talk about the toys compared to toys specifically for penis owners. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely. I've I've been trying to kind of um, push that conversation a bit with my my yeah, penis owning friends recently, uh, yes. giving, giving out like tenger eggs. Uh, oh and they're, they're always like, oh, do I put this up my ass? That's the initial reaction. <laughs> um, or yeah, trying to talk about like sleeves and stuff. Um, yes. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a hard conversation to have. It's a hard sell. Um, yeah. So, I find, yeah. Yeah. I find like particularly with like my straight male friends, it's also that kind of like, oh, like I don't know, like there's a lot of reluctance to try sex yeah. toys, but I'm just like it's going to change your life. Give it yeah. a go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And these like new kind of high tech things that are coming out, like I've covered the handy, which is there on my shelf behind me uh, on the podcast oh, nice. before, which is like a kind of robot hand job machine. That's really cool. The arc wave is in a similar vein, like super cool. Like it's, it's, all, it's, it's all just cool. You know what I mean? It's just like really sleek yes. and like, it looks like a Bluetooth speaker. And yes, yeah. it looks very inconspicuous. Like <laughs> if you just are having it on charge, it literally, as you say, is like a speaker. Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't even know what it is. Yeah, exactly. It comes in a massive box, like a charging station thing. Yeah, which literally just, just looks like a speaker or something. Well, yeah, it's cool. But um, yeah, so let's talk about the actual the actual act, right? Yeah. So, so basically, it's if people know what like a, a satisfier is or the womanizer, it's that suction technology, right? Which, mm-hmm. yeah, Volvo owners put on their clits and it sucks and it, it is amazing, apparently. And I've always been really jealous because I'm like, I wonder yes. what that would feel like on a penis. Now I know. And now you know. So yeah, we know. <laughs> um, I'll I'll start. Um, yeah. I've, so there's no stroking involved, right? You literally just like put your penis into this slit sleeve, and it uh-huh. starts like doing like a weird sucking vibration thingy um, on the end of your dick. And I felt like if aliens ever invaded Earth and wanted to like harvest us for our semen, they would hook us up to machines like this. <laughs> That is literally exactly how I feel. Right? Dead, dead ass. Like, that's literally how I feel. Yeah. I felt, felt, yeah. Go on. I was just going to say, like, I genuinely felt like I was being milked. (laughs) That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. (laughs) And then I was over and I was like, what? You've just extracted my semen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It literally felt like that because, so there's no stroking involved. So it just sits there and it makes a really weird noise. And we'll get onto the noise in a minute. But it just sits there and then it's like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling something. Oh, I've come. And it's just yeah. falls out. Like there's no stroking happening. And I guess yeah. like, yeah, it's really strange. Like I, I maybe we have trained ourselves like to come with stroking, you know, like a stroking mm. motion. So anything that isn't that is really weird and alien to us. But yeah, I definitely felt like I was in some sort of machine and yeah, someone was harvesting my sperm. No, I completely feel the same way. And it- <laughs> I think, you know, it is one of them things you like have to get used to. I think the first time I did it, because I'm obviously used to stroking and then coming mm. from that, it was a very different sensation. I think I felt quite disappointed because it didn't last that long at all. Like maybe not even a minute. What, from start um, to finish, you mean? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't what I'm used to. And I, for example, I love like the Tenga, um, like ball geo toys where you can yeah. actually like fuck it and i yeah yeah, yeah. i literally one have one on my shelf behind me it's what i'm pointing out people looking at the podcast. yes yeah. <laughs> yes i'm also no that, yeah i love that because mm. you can like proper get involved and like fuck it but with this toy is very different um mm. but yeah did did you like it did you have you I mean, only used it once 
I've used it a couple of times because you, uh-huh. you know, you know that no sex toy should be tried once. Like every sex toy that I like, I hated the first couple of times. Um, that's just yes. how it is. I think you have to try it a few times and learn it. Uh-huh. So yeah, I've tried it a handful of times. Um, but still, yeah, similar, similar feeling of just like, cause there's no stroking and it just feels very kind of mechanical. Yeah. It feels good. Like it's an interesting sensation. Um, but yeah, I looked at a bunch of reviews cause I wanted to see what other people thought about it. And someone said that it's like the closest they've ever felt to having a blowjob, which, right. which I don't understand. Maybe I'm using it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like I've. So a guy that I know that has used it was like, oh my god, I love it! Like it was the best toy ever. So really? I definitely, yeah, I think some people do really like it. And to be honest, the sensation is unlike anything I've experienced from a toy before. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just the lack of stroking. Kind of, I like the experience to be longer and like yeah. involve like different positions and mm. more like kind of like fucking a toy as opposed to just sort of like being sat there. Yeah, um, it's a very stationary experience. You just yeah, strap I, in and yeah, and I think also like with because there there is control settings, so you can yeah. make it faster. You can bring it like lower. So did I you think, make it faster? Did you speed it up? The second time I used it, I had a better experience. But okay. basically, I was like drunk, and I was. Just, <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to basically stick like a prostate, um, like butt plug yeah. um, in my ass. And then I had it on like a really low setting and I kind of like sat there and was like kind of breathing yeah. like as I was using it. Okay. And I think that was better, but it's, it's, it's not my go-to sex toy. It's not like, yeah. oh my God, I need to grab that off the shelf and use it. Like it's, it's definitely not my favorite. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's kind of ties to like where our kind of, sensitive area is on our dicks because i know that there's there's a there's a porn channel there's a porn well what do you call him yeah porn performer i guess he um he does only pov videos his name's mark rockwell um and he has a very similar taste in women as i do i think so (laughs) all the girls he gets on are like my favorite porn stars so i watch loads of his stuff and it's great right up until the end when he comes and he comes from just like the tip of a tongue like on the very tip of his penis that's enough and it makes him come and I, I just can't compute it. Wow. Like I can't put it in, put myself in that situation because I don't have that at all. And I feel like yeah. he would love this. I might message him like, do you want, <laughs> do you want a secondhand arc wave? <laughs> 20 yeah, quid. send it through to him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe that's the thing. Like maybe, I mean, where, where are you kind of most sensitive on your dick? I just like the whole like sloppy kind of like luby, like stick it in and then just like use my body to like stroke. (laughs) Really, that's the kind of vibe that I like. Whereas I found this to be because it is quite also because the sleeve has obviously like the whole way you stick your penis in is quite tight. Obviously you use lube like you use lube but it's not the most comfortable thing I personally think to like stick your penis in and then remove it. Um, and of, and you know, the first time I saw it and was actually, cause you can feel the vibrations without like, like just turning on and, and it does feel like it would be feel really good, yeah. but it was also just a little bit like, how is this going to work? Like, is this going to trap my dick yeah. is the machine going to break? And am I just going to like basically have my dick pulled off? Like it's, <laughs> it's quite, in, I'd say it was a little bit intimidating. I don't know if you agree. I don't, but that's because I think I've used the handy which is oh, like, okay. it's kind of like this, but it moves as well and makes a big like robotic noise. It's like, oh my God. Have you not tried a handy yeah. before? No. Uh, I'll, I'll hook you up. 
I'll get you okay. one. Okay. But yeah, it's like, it, it's literally like, so I think that's more intimidating than this. This is quite wow. nice. This is okay. quite pleasant. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a lot, the handy. Yeah, so I was okay with this one. But uh-huh. yeah, let's talk about the sound. So I really like, so I don't use the handy nearly as much as I would like to because of the sound and I have housemates, right? So I, I don't mm-hmm. get it out as much as I want to. So when I opened the box and it said, this thing, the ArcWave has smart silence technology in it. I was like, yes, this is it. This is the answer. Yes. That's what I've been looking for. Um, I'm just going to turn it on <laughs> and just show you some of this. There you go. Is that what yours sounds like? Like a tractor? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is. Have you covered it up as well? Yeah. So there we yeah. go. And that's with like a penis on it. Mm. But when I was using it, it sounded like I was fucking a tractor, basically. Uh, it wasn't mm. silent at all. Not hot. <laughs> Yeah, maybe yeah. I wasn't covering the hole properly. Yeah, I mean, it definitely quiets down when the hole's being covered. But to be fair, I don't think it is like silent. Like mm. there's still definitely like a grumbling noise. And when there's nothing on like covering the hole, it is it is loud for sure. Yeah, definitely. So you've got to like properly cover everything before you turn it on if you're trying to be silent. But uh, have you my, tried... my heard everything. So. Oh, <laughs> have you tried pressing the mute button when you're using it? Because I don't even know if I've done that. Um, yeah, I think that's what I just did then by accident. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it makes it quieter, but still, you can hear it next door. Yeah, but, it's still yeah. loud. But, I mean, I guess that's what you get for uh, a powerful electric sex toy, right? I just, again, I'm just jealous of like, you know, the Doxy wand is pretty quiet, Satisfy is pretty quiet, Womanizer is pretty quiet, but like yeah. any male, you know, sex toy I get, it's just like either a robot or a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because like maybe the technology is newer, they need to like develop ways into yeah. which to like make it quieter. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah no, sure. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Literally hear me from a mile away. Uh, yeah well I mean I think anyone that is remotely interested in this like if you're into that part of your dick being stimulated then I would very much recommend it because it's clearly powerful right it's clearly doing something like it's very intense oh my god yeah and and also we're kind of like saying that you know it makes us come too quickly which arguably isn't a bad thing yeah but also like I think you can get better at controlling the level of intensity to like make it last longer but yeah yeah there you go. You, or if you're, you, if you, if you're gone. I was going to, I was going to talk about the price of it. Yeah. That's what I was going to move on to actually go on. Yeah. You can, you can start. It's, it's a bit pricey, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So it retails for 160 quid, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 169, yeah. which is a good yeah. number. 169. Yeah. If I'm being honest and I was recommending a toy to a friend, it probably wouldn't be this one. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm afraid. Unless if you're gone, I was just gonna say, like, if if you've had the geo, if you've if you've been like acquainted with like sleeves, and you know about like those sorts of toys, and you want to try something new, then I'd say, yeah, this is a good toy. But as like a first ever sex toy, I feel that your money would be better spent on something that wasn't as tech technological something yeah. that was more like you know just a sleeve or something definitely yeah i'm a big yeah. big supporter of yeah sleeve being your first sex toy definitely um, yeah i think you should start there this is like expert mode uh, oh my god 100 yeah. and you and i are experts we are sex toy experts oh we are uh, and we're struggling. we are self-proclaimed <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> we've got our own yeah. certificates that we made uh, exactly it's hanging on the wall yeah 
Um, but yeah, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. Maybe, maybe I'll try a few more times. Uh, you got to. You, with, with every sex toy, I, I've always disliked it the first few times. Maybe I just need to try a few more. But yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not ruling it out. Like, again, I don't think it's the first toy I'm going to reach for, but I would mm. potentially try it. And as I say, the second time I tried it, when I was like drunk and I just wanted <sighs> to see what it was like, I did have a better time with it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just so weird just laying there and just holding the toy in your hand and letting it do its thing. Like it just almost feels not uncomfortable, but it just feels wrong in a way. It's very way. different. It's very yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Really different. So the way we've, we've trained our bodies, you know, yeah. our entire lives, it's completely different to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe some people are into it. If you're, if you're listening and you know who Mark Rockwell is and you think that he comes in a strange way as well, then it's like that. If you want to try that, try this out maybe. Um, or I don't know, maybe if you're into the idea of aliens taking over the planet and harvesting us, harvesting us for our semen, then, uh, Maybe you're into yeah, that, you know? go for it. I love that example because it's so fucking true. I literally <laughs> thought the same thing. I felt like I was being milked. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Done now. Thanks. All right. That's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for listening. It really, really means a lot to me that you have gone out your way to come and listen to me talk to people about their weird sex stories um if you like what we're doing go check us a follow on let's talk about sex jamie on instagram uh tell your friends about us leave a review on itunes all that stuff that people with podcasts say at the end basically um yeah really means a lot that you listen and hope to see you next week love you bye